welcome to the 181st episode of the Cracked Die podcast. Hello. Hiya. Wow. You stuck around. Yeah. We're glad you did. Or you just found us. And why are you starting here? Yeah. In which case, this is like book four. Like, go, please go back. I know the first four episodes are kind of like shit quality, but please. Hey, 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 hey. We've worked on that. We have. We've gotten a lot better. I'm just saying, if you're listening to this and you're going to go back to episode one, it's like the season one of RuPaul. There's a filter. <laughs> that season one filter. <laughs> so Christine and I have just started watching Penn and Teller's Fool Us, which is a great show if you enjoy magic, which I know is a controversial topic to some people. What is everyone's thought on magic and magicians? Illusions. They're illusions, Michael. I'm partial to it. I'm confused about why they're controversial. Oh, there are people who just hate magicians and think they're creeps. They think magic is lying to them. I mean, it is, but that's the point. It's a delightful, harmless lie. Like, there's a difference between trying to scam people out of money. Yeah, I'm not saying, like, three-card Monty is like, oh my god, we should be clapping. Right, but there's an art form to the beauty of literally creating illusions, right? Yeah. I love magic. I think it's cool and awesome. I'm sorry, illusions. There was this really good one from Foolis. And you can find it on YouTube from seven years ago. It's from a gentleman named Shin Lim. And his performance was really just spectacular. And I remember he got, he won or he like standing ovation, just really well done stuff. When I was little, actually, there were these specials from Vegas or whatever that my parents would let us watch. And it was all these magicians. And we went to watch like, I think there were like four or six episodes of this thing and we watched all of them me and my brother were absolutely fascinated i think my brother wanted to become a magician for a good long time (laughs) and then he didn't but you know we both were enamored by was it one of those like revealing the secrets of the magician no it was just a bunch of people on stage and sometimes they would be like really gory things that would happen like not just like sawing people in half but like you know the blood would splatter everywhere but the stages were very intricately set up it was ornate. It was very beautiful. Even Penn and Teller, they do a variation on the, the girl in the box trick where they're like, they start showing you how they do the trick and then they actually like saw the dummy in half and like there's blood effects. Oh, that's fun. But no, it's it's a really fun show. It's kind of like watching like MasterChef when Gordon Ramsay is just like generally very encouraging to people. And like, they're very much like that where like, even if they're like, we know exactly how you did it. Most of the time they're like, we respect and applaud your technique. Like we know how you did it just because we've been doing this for decades, but like you do it really well. It's one of those more wholesome like competition shows. They're not really competing against each other though. They're competing to see if they can fool the judges basically. Yeah. And if you do, you get to like open their act in Vegas. Right, but like theoretically every single person that comes on the show could win. It's not like there's only one winner for the day. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's not like cutthroat like that. It's not likely, but you could just like they could just get fucked and be like, oh no, like every single person that came on, we have no idea what's going on. It's really funny to watch Teller's face while he's like, because he's the guy who designs all of their tricks and everything, because he's the magic man, if you will. He's the brains and Penn is the talker. Yeah, but like watching his face as the gears turn as he's trying to figure out how they did it is actually probably one of my favorite parts of the show. And I love that Teller is like a Shakespearean director and actor. I love that about him. Yeah. But we were talking about this last night and Sean was teasing me because he played a a silent character for quite some time. But like to be able to be a silent character and convey what you need to convey is is a very difficult uh, task. 
Absolutely. Yeah, it's real fun. <sighs> but anyway, let's get back to this game where no one wins. No one wins. No, the win was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> That's a terrible prize. Ugh. Anyway, last time we were here, you guys managed to finish convincing the regents that you're all good. And then you guys started investigating different events as small strike teams slash individuals, except for Knife Sword, who went and had a spa day, which is, you know, also needed. That's not all I did. Right. Didn't he try the marketplace? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got some information, but then he got the important parts too. The spa day. That's fair. I'm just saying it's very important. Busking is dusty work. It is. Self-care is important. Absolutely. Knife sword, the self-care goblin. Okay, so does that mean he's like shilling a line of like bath products and stuff? No, I just think that he's like, if you're not taking care of yourself, knife sword shows up. He's like, hey. <laughs> I don't know which is worse. Knife Sword just showing up if you're not taking care of yourself or Knife Sword running an MLN. <laughs> right? All of the above. Next episode on <laughs> Mary Kay comes to Absalom. <laughs> <laughs> Knife Sword has a wonderful multi-level plan for you to get involved in. Oh, no. It's called an inverted triangle. I hate it. No, if Knife Sword did it, it would start out with like, a hundred people and he'd be like, okay, now all of us get together and find groups of two. We all find one person and then they'll group up with some of the other people and they'll find another person and so on and so forth till we get down to one person. <laughs> oh, Rob. Then you all decided to, well, not all of you, but some of you decided to go back and rest for the evening and pick up your search. Matt, Twin Talon has been researching the walls and making sure that they're up to snuff and he found that they weren't, that some of the wards looked like they were breaking for some reason. Then Ooh and Soraya discovered that there were some missing people. Brianna found out that there were some missing people and that there's this other like deity that is not allowed to be worshiped because they're evil and they support slavery. So with that, we will fast forward to the next day where you all wake up in an inn that you guys have the run of and you're all back together. Including Twin Talon? Yeah, because I mean, that took him a bunch of hours, it took him like six to eight hours, but yeah, he, he came home and or came back to the room and fell asleep and then woke up the next day, unless he doesn't want to. Hey, everybody. Hello. Hello, friends. Good morning. Perhaps we should all gather and talk about what we've all found while breakfasting. Sounds good. Who's going to pull out the stein that never ends? What is that thing called? The stein that never ends. That never ends. <laughs> it's like the bottomless stein or something like that. It's Kate and Kaylin's. The bottomless stein, yes. She pulls out her bottomless stein and she just goes to town. This is going to be a great day, guys. Starting early, are we? You gotta have a breakfast beer. That's fair, I suppose. So, what did you find? The three women look at Twin Talon because they were all together yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so Twin Talon in the middle of like, eating, he's like, so, uh, I was on my way to the marketplace and one of the counselors, Garnus, asked me to check out the walls. She's from the Carpenters Guild, I think, but she said that she thought that there was some tampering with the either the walls themselves or the wards on the walls that keep the undead out. She brought it up to the council. Everybody kind of told her to 
that she was worrying over nothing and no one would take her seriously. So she asked if I would check it out. So I, I said, sure. And I, I took a look and after taking a loop around the city, it looks like the Western Wall is showing signs of repeated stress from something that's happening below the wall. So either something's tunneling under it or there is a chamber down there. Took a look at the city plans because no one stopped me. And it looks like there's nothing there that they are aware of. So either there's something there that's not on the plans or the plans are incomplete or something or there's new construction. But yeah, some, something's happening to the walls. We've heard there are rumors of a dark forge to Droskar, was it, Brianna? Yes, to Droskar. Droskar is the antithesis to Torag. He is the dark forger and he is all about, what is the word, slavery and unending work. And he's not the best of deities. So there is a concern that there is a cult here and a, a shadow forge. And you ladies had found out that there are people who have gone missing that is related to this, yes? Yeah, two people in particular have gone missing. Zamek and Algret. And Algret is from the Guild Finery. Apparently went missing about a week ago. Left a strange letter behind that seems contrary to her character. Said she was going to go to the Physics Guild, but then never arrived. But she did have some directions in her room to the earth fire district so we went over there and that's where we went up with brianna and what's the earth fire district it is the holy part of the town there are forges there to toreg and also places of worship and the like that's where i spent my afternoon evening okay we did go meet up with the guildmaster, and he said zamek has not been around either zamek has a wife named olga though who he's been fighting with and olga might know something or have not moved anything around yes apparently they had a very public fight about finances he went to stay at a different inn and then when she went to go try and find him the next morning he was gone well we suppose he either has run away with his mistress maybe she will shrug or something nefarious has befallen him we're not sure but i wouldn't be surprised to hear if there's strain on the walls that that might be where the secret dark forge is either so olga might be a lead is this thing under the western wall we might have a location to this cult that we believe are colluding with the triad that's our main mission here do we want to go to olga or do we want to go find one of the guild masters who might be able to lead us under this wall well people will move faster than locations will so I think maybe try and talk to her first and then find out what's going on underneath the city. Sure, if, if you feel strongly about this. Sounds fine to me. All right. And we go. Off we go. All right. So you're heading to speak with Helga, right? Oh, it's Helga? I thought it was Olga. Olga, 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 Olga. I don't know why I said Helga. I'm so sorry. Are you just that focused on the Pataki sisters? Yes. <laughs> yes, I was. All right. So as you are all headed to check out, on Olga. Ooh, you notice that there are some abnormally deep footprints. Like something very heavy was moving? Yes, but they're footprints, so. Like people or dwarf footprints or a big animal creature? Yes, dwarf or humanoid footprints. So it was heavy. Yeah. Do I see any dragging? Like drags across the ground too or no? Yes, you do. Only because you rolled so well. Y'all, something sneaky's afoot. And... You can also tell that someone tried to cover these up. Something real sneaky's afoot. Where are they headed to? They're headed back to the place where we just were, the Earth Fire District, and something doesn't smell right. Hmm. 
Do you think you can track them? I can try. I would like to try and track them. Okay. Please give me a survival check. Also, when you wake up in the morning, I forgot to say this as well, there is a small package addressed to Twin Talon at the door when you open it up. Okay, I will open the package. You see that Al Join, the person who asked you to go out and look at the walls, has written you a note that says, thank you for confirming my suspicions. I appreciate all the work you've done. Please take this as a token of my gratitude. And you see a fortification armor rune stone. Okay. I will put it in the bag. In the bag. All right. We haven't had anything go in the bag for a while, so it's nice to get back to status quo. Because I don't think I can put it on my armor. It takes a day to affix a room. I guess I could. It has one spot left. So, but yeah, it would take some time. But that's good to know. Fortification is, uh, is good. All right. So, ooh, you are able to, like, track these prints. Now, they do lead through the district that we were talking about, but it continues through and out the other side. So you would bypass talking to anyone if you guys continue to follow them. I don't feel right about this, guys. I want to keep going. I trust you. And there's something untoward happening in the heart district. I think we should see what we can do to help. Okay. So as you are following the tracks, you see a large building in front of you. It is a stone building with no windows and a single stone double door barring entrance in its plain facade. From outside, the structure looks dilapidated. Anybody want to sniff around? Sure. Twin Town, I'll take a look. All right. Give me a perception, please. Or lore architecture. <laughs> well, I mean, perception is seven higher, so lore architecture is what I'm going to use. Hey, the lore architecture could be the lower DC. It could. I'm going to use it either way. Because it is highly specialized. Can we all look around or just Twin Town looking around? Uh, you can all look around. Is anyone else looking? Oh, I see another one. All right. So as you are looking at this building and looking around... Everyone notices that all of the dilapidation is purely cosmetic, as if to ward people away from coming here. Hmm. The doors you said are, are they're stone. Are they barred or they just kind of look? They are heavy oak doors that are closed currently. I mean, you could try and open them if you wanted to, but... Do we hear anything? Like footsteps approaching or any noises on the inside or anything? Give me another perception check, please. 28. You don't hear anything. Peeky poo? Anybody? So all we really know about this building is it's dilapidated, but it's also a front. Like, what does it look like? What what's purpose would this building serve? Like, does it look like a shopping mall? Does it look like a prison? Or is it just, does it look like a house? I mean, it is not a house. It is clearly some sort of municipal building. Okay. I got a 36 to try and see if there's anything happening around. With a 36, you do hear through the stone and walls and or well probably through the wooden door you do hear kind of like low murmuring of people talking ooh murmur i can hear people inside and i've brought you to a new map it's just a role play map don't worry about it mhm sure we all believe that mhm why would we not i can definitely hear people inside i'm not sure I can make out what they're saying, though. So what do we think is in here? This is where the drag marks led us. So if people are going missing, if they're being, you know, 
hold off the streets. Also, if there's a room hidden beneath the city, the dilapidated building is maybe where they'd hide the entrance. So are we going in quiet or are we doing shock and awe? What if this is like, I don't know, a, a, a gaming convention? I know that the leaders here seem to like us, but kicking open the door without knowing what exactly we're facing on the other side seems to be a little difficult. I still feel in a way we're on thin ice. Is there any way we can look around to see if there's a way we can at least listen a bit further? You know? Sure. You guys can kind of just like station yourselves around the building and like keep watch type deal and listen to see if you hear anything else. Like there's no alcove that we can hop up to, into and listen. Like we're just staying watching. Is there maybe like a place where she could shimmy up the building or anything like that? Right. Hi, I'm going to move Brianna to the other side of the building. It is just a rectangular building. There's not much else to it. It is very boringly shaped. Can I have Jasper kind of do a loop, fly up around and make sure that there's no windows or anything or? Sure. Does he see anything? No. So again, there are no windows. There's only the one double door at the front and then that's it. Even the roof, it's just slab of rock. There's nothing on top. Nothing on top and it's flat. We could ask some of the guild members about it. Ah, fuck it. Brianna's gonna raise her shield. Let's just knock and see what happens. It's an innocent game of something that we can excuse ourselves and go. If something more nefarious happens, well, we're here to stop it. Well, do you want to check if there are like traps or something? Okay. So Twin Talon will go up to the door, check to see if it is trapped and or locked. All right. Give me a secret perception, please. So there are no traps on the door, but it is indeed locked. Okay. Twin Talon will attempt to pick the lock. All right. Give me a thievery check. Are you an expert in thievery? I am not an expert. I am a master of thievery. <laughs> oh, so you're higher. Yeah. Sorry. Are you an expert or better? Yeah, that's me. Okay, cool, cool, cool. After a couple of seconds, you feel everything fall into place and you hear the telltale sign of a click as the door unlocks. Okay. Funtown will gently open the door and see if he can peek in to see what's on the other side of it before we rush in all together. As you carefully peek in through the door, the first thing you notice is that there is a double door on the other side, also very heavy looking. But other than that, that's all you can really see unless you open the door completely. Okay. I'm going to rage right now. I'm going to rage now. Have the voices stopped? Uh, No, you actually hear them better now. What are they saying? Well, so I was able to uh, go and collect, uh, you know, the reward for finding them. You don't say. That's really interesting. I should probably try and get some extra cash like that too. Yeah, it was just, I was very lucky. So it sounds like they're kidnapping people and then once they go missing and there's a reward, they're finding them? Is that what's happening or am I mis misunderstanding what they're saying? That's what it sounds like. I mean, it could also literally just be a guy in this municipal building, they're all playing Pathfinder and then casually is like, oh yeah, I found something or someone and I collect the reward and a story. Very interesting. Let's keep playing. Probably that. Yeah. Definitely probably that. I'm trying to think like what, like it wouldn't be a barracks. They wouldn't want a barracks to look dilapidated. So yeah, I can't imagine what they'd be using this for for nice purposes. All right. There's at least two voices, right? Yep. All right. So Twin Town's going to hold up two fingers as he looks to Brianna and then he's going to point inward and then he's going to start moving into the building. Who will be hot on his tail. All right. As you open the door completely, the voices stop. 
Shantan's going to take a step in. And are these guys human or are they dwarves? They are dwarves. I just used the generic guard token. As you see two city guard members just sitting here talking. Well, well, well. Well, howdy. My, my, my. <laughs> okay, Jokenda. It looks like we have a uh, situation. Twin Town's going to step in and he'll look to one from one to the other. And he's like, he'll point outside and he'll say, I got another one. I was told to come here. What do you want me to do with this? Oh, what? I have. I know you're short, but please understand. I have another one for you. I was told to bring it here. Where would you like me to put it? I guess in the jail cells with the rest. And they'll point to the door in front of him. Like in there? Uh, Through that door and then the other double door. And then uh, <laughs> you'll see all the cages. There's a bunch of people in there. Okay, let me just clear a path real quick. Brianna wonders if she's the Chewbacca in the situation. <laughs> Sounds like, okay, let me just uh, clear a path here. No, no, you guys stay there. Don't don't try to help or anything. You guys are so helpful. And he'll get through to where the cages are. And he's just going to try to figure out, like, do these people look like official prisoners? Or do they look like people who have been beaten and kidnapped? In there, you see that there is one person in the cell. There's one person in the cells here? Yes. All right. Are they awake? Uh, they're kind of huddled in the corner as if terrified. Twin Town will move into the room, get closer to him, and be like, hey, so uh, what did you do to get in here? Let's stop right there. And this is what's going to happen. Let me get some initiative rolls, please. Oh, boy. Stop right now. Thank you. <laughs> Rob is secretly doing initiative. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got a critical initiative. Very nice. Ooh, look at you. I have no idea when I go. I critical initiative too. Woo. Very nice. You did. You both did. And it's a good thing you did. Oh, great. It's always a good thing. So, as soon as you move up to speak to the prisoner, the guard draws their weapon, and you notice that they're moving into a position to, like, attack you. Nope. <laughs> Luckily, Twin Talon rolled higher, natural 20, so you get four actions this turn. Ooh! Wow. Okay. And we'll begin combat. And he didn't say anything. He just like drew his he just drew his weapon and walked in. He was trying to sneak behind you, but he did not roll high enough. So you knew he was there. And then as soon as you went to talk, he drew his weapon. Okay. He's just behind you. Ha ha, I've got you now. Twin Talon's like, bitch, you thought. <laughs> what was your plan? You were just going to sneak up on me? Never try to sneak on a sneaker. Do you know who I am? Clearly, you don't know how fabulous I am. All right. So Twin Talon is going to draw his sword. This guy creeps up on him with a weapon. He's going to step up here so the people outside have a straight shot into flank town. And Twin Town's going to say, the council knows what you're doing. And he's going to attack. No. All right, go ahead and roll. And this person is flat-footed to me unless they are somehow higher level than me. You can go ahead and roll. That's a natural one. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Definitely going to use my hero point. All right. Okay, so that's a 15 for a 43 to hit. 43. Three is a critical hit. All right. Good way to start the combat. Are we going non-lethal on these guys? I think we should. Pierced elbow. The target drops one item it is holding, determined randomly by the GM. All right. So it will drop their maul that they have. Okay. So that is 35 times two is 70 points of damage. 
okay. Are they still standing? Yes. Okay, then I'm gonna put on them precise debilitation. All right. Target takes an additional 2d6 points of precision damage from my attacks, and I am going to attack again. Oh, I'd rather you not, but that's fine. 34. 34 is a hit. Okay. So it was nine points lower than before, so no no shocker <laughs> there. And 2d6 extra from the precision. So 35, yeah, 35 points of damage on the second attack. Ugh. All right, they're still standing. Gross. Can I get a pterodactyl? No. What do you want, your pet? Ugh, gross. Wow. My class feature, can I get my class feature, please? <laughs> Thank you. And Tesani's going to come in. And swoopy swoop. Oh, swoopy swoop. Tend up there to leave a spot for somebody else coming in flank. So Tuntalan is directly to the west of this guy, and then Tesani is to the northeast of him. So there's a spot on the east side. If someone ran straight in, they would be flanking with Tuntalan. Nice. Now you can go with your stinky guards there. Stinky guards. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Stinky guard number one, the stinkster. First action will be to bend and snap to get their maul back. That is a manipulate action if you have an attack of opportunity, Matt. I just have the reactive murder. Oh, what a shame. <laughs> and also I have your next, but that's it. Those my reactions. What a shame. That and drop dead. I could drop dead. So then they're going to swing with their maul at you. Swing away, Meryl. Oof, that's a hit. You say so. And I can damage you for 38 points of damage. And they're just going to do it again. Oh, that was a miss. All right, that's it for me this turn. Next up is Knife Sword Dark Holsey. <laughs> okay, so I've been looking through the door. Do I know that there's been an attack? Let me put it that way. You definitely heard like... The mall fall to the ground. That's going to be loud. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, you heard a mall hit the ground. Then you heard someone's lung get aerated a little bit. <laughs> okay. And then you then you heard the sickening sound of a mall on skull. Okay, I'm going to electric arc into the guy I can see from where I am. I failed. Okay, and I will do mysterious number of damage. All right, you did 21 points of damage. Would you like to arc that to the other guard? I mean, if there's one there, sure, I can't see him from here. So electricity is going to electric. How far does it arc? 30 feet is the range. Yeah, no, it cannot get to the other guard. So, all right. All right, and so that was two turns, and then I will magic missile. We'll do a level two magic missile. So there we go. Three more points of damage. Okay. Next up is Soraya, who rolled a natural 20, which means you get four actions. Yes, it do. <laughs> so I've moved into the building so I can see what's going on a little bit. I haven't done this in a while, but I'm hoping I can maybe get a crit hit on these guys. So I'm going to double brew some Tanglefoot bags. I'm going to hit one. I'm going to try and stick this guy in the corner and make sure he can't move, but we'll see. You're attacking him in the corner, him in the spotlight. In the spotlight. I'm hoping he's he's follows Droskar because I want him to lose his religion. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, let's wing a Tanglefoot bag at him. Ah, I'm going to hero point that. It was a five on the die. I can do better than that. Reroll using a hero point. Wow. I jinxed myself. That's a four on the die. So it misses either way. 
There's a bunch of goop in the corner, but I'm gonna try again with the other one. Same guy, because Twin Talon's got the other guy. Uh, we can keep people out of this fight. That's just better. Wow, and that was a three. That's a critical miss. You have one more hero point. Oh, that's painful. Uh, sure. Uh, there we go. 35. That's a hit. All right. Unfortunately, he's not stuck in place, but he takes minus 10 foot status penalty to speed. Target can end any effects by escaping or spending a total of three actions to remove the substance. So he at least can't run very far if he's going to try to alert other people. That is a well done move. And that's my turn. A very useless turn. I wouldn't say that. All right. You said it would take him all three actions to dislodge the goo? Yep. Um, it's three interact actions. He doesn't have to do them all at once, but he can. Oh, okay. What's well, a whole turn? You've just eliminated that guy, though, so that's definitely not a... Absolutely, nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, well, he's going to draw his composite short bow, aim it at you. Wait, you, Soraya. You, Soraya, yes. I imagine just such it. <laughs> just quadruple checking. And shoot her. Shoot her. <laughs> 41. Yeah, that hits. I can't liberate because I haven't gone yet, right? Correct. Oops. It's only 14 points of damage. Oh, that's fine. I've been hurt worse. And then for his last action, he'll spend it to start removing the goo. All right. That's his turn. Next is, oh, goodness gracious. It is Ooh's turn. My turn. My guys are in trouble. Yeah, everyone should be afraid. <laughs> Brianna, do you want to share your rage? Do you want me to share my rage? Uh, I'm good. You go. Okay, I'm going to run in now. I am going to sudden charge. Which can be part of your rage action. Doesn't sudden charge have the rage trait? It does. So when you rage, you can do something that has a rage trait. I've already raged on the outside. But she can sudden charge without having to rage if she's already raging. Like That's true. That's true. So I'm going to get right in there and I'm going to strike at the guy who's striking at my friend. Just blow by everybody with my axe for a nut 20 for a total of 47. Nice. Hell yeah. That is a crit hit. Number 16. This is slashing. This is called muscle wound crit effect. The target is enfeebled too until healed. <laughs> Very nice. All right. So he is taking 62 points of damage. Sheesh. <laughs> he is frightened one. And you said he is in what? Enfeebled two. Is he still alive? Yes, he is still alive. I would like to reactive murder, please. Yeah. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right. 30 is a miss. That's stupid. Bill. I've had three rolls. <laughs> Or four rolls, and one was a one, one was a two, so. Oh, well. Hey, getting them out of the way now, right? <laughs> Get them out of the way now. Sure. That's how that works, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed. Once you roll it, you can't roll it that low again. Heidi, it is still your turn. All right. Let's kill someone. Strike again, but it misses with us. For a total of 35. That is a hit. Yeah, baby. 28 to merge. Oof. Okay. And that is it for your turn. Brianna. Hello. It is my turn. Hi. It is. Brianna has her shield raised to begin with. And now Brianna steps in, notices movement to her right. She's like, ah, no, no, no. And we'll basically pin him to the wall and wallop the absolute living daylights out of him. I also want to state that I'm doing non-lethal damage. I'm hoping to bring these two in for questioning. 
Okay. Remember that is a minus two unless your weapon has the non-lethal trait. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Man, I wish I had pacify. That's Molly. I'll just take off the potency rune because it's minus two to roll, correct? Minus two to attack, yes. That is a miss. Uh, sure. Let me do it one more time. All right. Rerolling or just... I don't know. Fuck. I'll reroll that one because it was a critical miss. And I miss again. I'm just, you know, whatever. Cool. That was my turn. Well, you're missing by two, just so you know. <laughs> well, it's what I get for doing non-lethal, I guess. <laughs> Isn't the rule here, too, though, that, like, is it Pathfinder or D&D where the rule is any amount of damage stacks? It's the last blow that has to be non-lethal to knock them out instead of kill them? That is correct. So you don't have to be doing non-lethal yet. Yeah, but the luck is that if you're not and then you accidentally crit and you're like, oh they're dead. <laughs> oh shit, they're dead. <laughs> That's true. Okay. You explode them. Brianna moved in, saw this guy, goes, ho, ho, ho. And then she is tiny. So I'm imagining him like putting his hand out to touch. Well, he's tiny too. What am I, I'm just going to stop talking. She just goes, ha, ha, ha. And like, just like blows air in his face with her scimitar. And he's like, what is happening? And that's her turn. Okay. Next up on the pain train. Ew. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't, I don't like that. Choo choo motherfuckers. Choo choo. (laughs) Don't make me throw the X card. (laughs) So we're just going to see, I got to roll something real quick. All right. So from behind you, Soraya, you hear a door open up and you see a bow stick out and they shoot at you. Gross. 43 to hit, which is a hit. Brianna notices uh, shenanigans and with a wave of her hand will liberate. Yeah. Heck yeah. All right. You are liberated. You take no damage. But I can step now, right? You can take two steps. I'm going to get up in this guy's face and realize there's two of them when I do. Oh, boy. <laughs> yep. No, the other way. Ah. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, that's their turn because they stood up, opened the door and attacked. All right, top of round dose. Matt, it is your turn. Okay, so this guy looks like he is on the precipice of being unalive. Yeah. So Twin Talon is going to try to strike non-lethally. So you can take off, I don't know. It's minus two. I'll just subtract two from your roll. Try to snike. That's a hit. The non-lethal and the flanking ignore each other. Yeah, they can't fly. 2d6 plus two for you. Session 11, so 48 non-lethal damage. 48 non-lethal. How do you knock this guy out? So Twin Talon attacked him, this guy attacked him, attacked Twin Talon. Then Ooh came charging in, so as the guy turns around to deal with Ooh, Twin Talon just raises up the butt of his sword and brings it down hard, like right at the base of the guy's neck, and the guy just crumples to the ground. All right, that was your first action. Mm Mm-hmm. And I've heard that there's more combat the other way. And so Twin Talon's going to point at the guy in the cage. You heard Brianna scream and run at something. So he's going to look at the guy in the cage and be like, don't go anywhere. And then he's going to move 30. He sees Brianna with that guy and he sees Soraya with someone else down here. So I think he's going to go help Soraya. So he'll end up there. As you turn the corner, you see two guys pressing towards Soraya. Yeah, so Twin Talon rushes to the east back toward the front door, makes a right to the south, and he just comes around and he sees two people. And he says, 
Hi. And then he's going to stab the one to the south. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Stab away. And they are flat footed to him because everyone is flat footed to him. (laughs) That sounds like cheating. It's like that, but I still missed, I think. Yeah, you did. And then Taysani's going to come this way. He's going to say, Dad's probably fine. And then (laughs) she's going to move this way to the side of the guy to the north that Brianna is dealing with. All right. They're unconscious. Knife sword, it is your turn. All right. Well, I'm going to start off by, I don't know, electric arcing the same guy I did last time. All right. The first guard saves. The second one fails. Zip it is zap. All right. You have one more action left, sir. I would like to move and I'm going to come into the room here. Can I knock him in the door? Uh, you have to go there first. Yeah. I'm going to back up Brianna. Hello. Hello. Okay, so Knife Sword comes in the door to the northern part of the door behind Brianna. Mm-hmm. Literally back up to her back. She trips over him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you standing behind me? I'm always standing behind you. At the backpack. You should be in the backpack. <laughs> she scoops him up, throws him in there. <laughs> I should try casting from the backpack. Just like give her like a war machine laser on the side with the electric arc. Like, (laughs) yes. All right. Next up is Soraya. Alrighty. I got to do something I also haven't done in a while. I mean, if we're doing non-lethal damage, I have my fists. So I'm going to try and hit that guy for a 42. That is a hit. He takes eight damage. I'd like to reactive murder, please. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hit the one right in front of me. All right, Matt, you may reactive murder the one to the south of you. Okay, 36. Is a hit. So that's 27 points of damage. And then I will put precise debilitation on him as well. So that more damage in the future. All right. We're going to go for the one, two. So we're going to try that one more time. For a natural 20. Oh. Hell yeah. Nice. Ooh, nice. Yeah, girl. And here's the fun part. They are crushing hand wraps of mighty blows that I have on. So when you critically hit a target with this weapon, your target becomes clumsy one and enfeebled one until the end of my next turn. Amazing. Uh, Provided that my my crit card doesn't say anything different. Crit effect. The target drops one weapon it's wielding, determined by the GM. Very cool. So do we want it? Crit effect is I can either choose the, or how does that work again? If it says crit effect, you can choose that or the specialization for your weapon if you have weapon specialization. So the rune would still go off just because that's what the rune does, though? Yeah, yeah, the rune is not changed. Perfect. Yeah, so he drops his weapon, he is clumsy, he is enfeebled, and he's taking 18 bludgeoning damage. Yeesh. A clumsy one, enfeebled one, and 18 points of damage. Who's been giving Soraya boxing tips? Very nice. Yeah. You were going to say fisting lessons, weren't you? Oh! No! I was going to say boxing tips because anything that she hurts, she later kisses better. Oh! (laughs) You have one more action. I do. And because there's no enormous detriment, if I fail at this, I'm going to try and tumble through, especially because he's got all those things. Another nat 20. Wow. <laughs> Shit. Wow. You move through enemy space, shooting squares into space is difficult to rain every five feet plus 10. So I am going to just go whoop. So I am flanking the other guy with twin talon. Yeah. So here's the downside, though. As you tumble through, the guy who you're tumbling behind goes, oh, he has his bow out. Yeah, he dropped it, though. Oh, he did drop it. 
All right, well, he's going to look at you and do, curse under his breath. Snarfin, Farshin, Sarpent, Narsnark, Snark, Snark. She just smiles. All right, it is now the guy in the corner's turn. They're going to drop their bow, draw their maul, thereby provoking if anyone has an attack of opportunity that they would like to use, Brianna. Yes, please. Haha! Take a that! A snicker snack! How's a 40? That's a hit! Thank God. He takes 21 points of non lethal damage. All right. He's still up. That's all I can do, right? Just one. Well, that was your first action. But I thought it was an attack of opportunity. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It was. <laughs> Thanks. Sorry. I thought it was your turn for some reason. I'm special. All good. So drawing was one. Then we're just going to swing our maul at Brianna here. All right. My shield is up, I believe. Your shield is raised, you said? Maybe not, because that was like the first action I did. I didn't raise it at the end of my last turn. I'll give it to you. That's an at 20. Ugh, gross. We can use hero points to make them reroll, right? Yep, you can. Sure, take my hero point. I will tell you this is an unnamed character. So it's just double damage if you want to take it. Or I can reroll. Your choice. Well, I only have the one hero point. Chalas, I'll take it. You'll take it? All right. So that is going to be 62 points of damage. That was action two. So action three will be to try and make Brianna's skull concave. Gross. Yeah, right? That's a mess. A mess. That's a 35. A 35 will miss, yes. Okay, but not critically miss. No. All right. Next is Ooh's turn. So Ooh just saw Twin Talon down this guy, and this guy crumpled. <laughs> she looks at him and she laughs. <laughs> and Twin Talon takes off behind her, so she turns around. She runs behind, too. Back the way she came. She's gonna go towards Brianna. She looks left. She looks right. She goes towards Brianna, and she's going to attack the guy by Brianna. 39 to hit. That is a critical hit on this guy. Boop, 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 boop. Very cool. Number 17. This is called a gut slash. A target takes 1d4 persistent bleed damage, and any creature it swallows whole as immediately released. Cool. Well, it has no creature swallowed currently. Let you do double damage and they are taking some bleed. Yeah, so 54. Oof. All right. And he is taking 1d4 persistent bleed. All right. This guy is badly injured at this point. Did you just move or did you sudden charge to move twice and attack once? I would be able to move 20 feet and my moving speed is 25. So I think I could do that in one turn. So I could strike again. All right. Swing away. <laughs> 38. That is a, another critical hit. Hell yeah. Non-lethal? Yes. Number 26. This one's called Missing Digits. Normal damage. Crit effect. The target loses 1d4 fingers on one hand and becomes clumsy one <laughs> until the subject of regeneration or similar effects fell. <laughs> All right. Do your normal damage. Just regular normal damage? Yep. Not critical damage? Nope. Win it. Brianna, it is now your turn. Hooray. It is my turn, and I don't like being smacked for so hard, so she's going to return it. An unwanted Christmas gift. Exactly. I don't want it. Here's your gift receipt. <laughs> Just like that. Wabam. <laughs> How's a 40 again? That's a hit. 
Huzzah! He takes 20 points of non-lethal damage. It's actually 22. Oh, because it was next to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I feel like thematically she smacks with the like broadside of her sword and then punches him with a cinder claw gauntlet because why not? Modifier circumstance minus two? Is that a thing? Not with the gauntlet because the gauntlet has the non-lethal trait. Oh, excellent. Well, I missed anyway because that's dumb. And then I will try raise my shield as my last action. Okay. Let's renew that shield. Yee yee. Give shield, please. All right. So this person who's between Soraya and Twin Talon will drop their bow, draw their maul. Christine, do you have an attack of opportunity? Do I look like I have an attack of opportunity? (laughs) No, I just wanted to rub it in. So he will swing his maul at Twin Talon. Is there a wall there? No, it's through a door. I'll give Twin Talon partial cover, though. I feel like that's a fair call. Sounds good. We're going to give you plus one to your AC. So your AC is now at 36. I hit with a 49, which is still a crit. Okay. Would you like me to just do double damage, or are you going to make me re-roll? I don't think I have another hero point. Ooh, 78 points. Shit. I give him mine. So that is a critical hit. Heidi, you're going to use your hero point, you said, to make me re-roll. Yes, please. Do not appreciate that, but I accept it as a well-played move. So here comes the attack roll again. Less great. It is a 44 to hit. Okay, which is a hit, not a crit. Uh, All right. Regular damage. Here he comes. 35 damage. Not great, not terrible. 35 points of damage. And for his last action, he's going to swing his maul. And if she wanted to, Brianna could liberate. Oh, that's right. Yes. If you want to. I'm not saying you have to. I still want to blow past it if you wanted to. Yeah, I would have. Okay. So I'm going to give you back 19 hit points. It's 16. Right, but I gave you 35 damage already. No, no. Give him back the 16 that Brianna... (laughs) Hit me for three. Just hit me for three. I'm so confused. Math? We know. Math hard. All right. So she does that, and then Twin Town's going to step away. Actually, he's going to step to the north. So since his current target has left his vicinity, he's going to turn around and smash Soraya right in the face. I can think of better ways to summon ooh. <laughs> 34 is my AC. I'm sorry, you were too far. So that is a hit. Here comes the damage. Not great. 35 points of damage. That is it for him. So next up is his buddy next to him. He is going to whirl around and maul Soraya in the face. Lovely. Net one. Would anyone like to spend a hero point to make me re-roll? Nah, dog. No. I'm good. You sure? I could really use a re-roll at this point. Draw your card. Sorry, I was muted. I was saying yes, but since everyone else says no, then I'm going to go with that. Okay. Good, Rob. Who said he won? Meant to do that. You are moved 10 feet in a random direction. This triggers reactions. It says it's determined by me, but since I'm the one who pulled it, I will let Soraya tell me how you want me to move. I mean, if it's a random direction, I will roll a D8 and we will decide. So if we assign each of the eight squares around you a value, one is is where I am. Like theater points. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, you're one. All right. Well, he can't really move 10 feet directly up, can he? So 
Split the difference, he'll go this way, like up here. And I can't see if anybody's in this hallway, but he triggers reactions as normal. Twin Talon and Knife Sword are the only two he would trigger. For his next action, he's going to try and smash Knife Sword in the face. You can forget that question I asked you earlier. <laughs> uh, 39. That hurts. Okay, all right, all right. That's 21 points of damage. And for their third action... He's going to hope he dies to the Twin Talon. I'm just saying. You know what? They're going to go... Where did he go? There's a wall. He ran the direction you guys came from. Knife Sword just got hit, correct? Yes. And I can liberate twice. Yeah, okay. So we'll give Knife Sword 16 hit points back, and he may take two steps. Two hops this time. Right foot, Knife Sword stomp. Left foot, Knife Sword stomp. I'm chasing him down. Okay, that's fair. Well, you would have moved before he got to run. Wait, if he hasn't moved before I moved, then I wouldn't have run out the door. Would I? You got liberated when he hit you. Right. So he hadn't run out the door yet, so there's be no need for me to chase him out the door. Sure. So I would have been here, and I don't think I would have gone anywhere then, because I was going to prepare to get him. Okay. Well, then, in that case, for his third action, he is going to go 5, 10, 15, 20. And he is outside hiding or running, not really hiding. All right, it's going to be the top of round three. However, my brain is sore. Mine too. And so I say we're going to pick this up next week. All right. All right. Oh. All right. Yay. Everybody remind me I have to chase that guy down. Chase that guy down. You're the literal squishiest one. Stop it. Yeah, Rob. No, no, I must have my revenge. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. I give up. All right. We'll see you next week. Rob, prevenge can still get you pregnant. Thank you for listening to the... Lesnot's Log, 323 4th Day 6 Erastus. While in isolation, I have benefited from the professor's old workshop. I have dismantled an old fire zoom fly pack and upgraded my suit to release flames on the inside. They should staunch bleeding and melt closed any holes that may puncture in myself or the suit. I don't know if this would be very helpful for some of the others, but my hide is tough and it should work fine. The clicky-clack mouth assistant says my voyage will begin tomorrow, but they are being very tight mandibled about how it went. If the trip was a success, I should have arrived almost a week ago. Hopefully I don't die. The dog would probably like that. I must survive this trip and open that box just to spite that dog. And log. Crack Die Podcast. Please visit us at crackdiepodcast.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition and the Age of Ashes Adventure Path are property of Paizo. Background audio was provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Additional background music was provided by Epidemic Sound. Please visit them at epidemicsound.com. The Cracked Eye podcast theme was composed by Angelo DiLoretto. He is forever missed. This episode was edited by Nathan. Please visit them on Twitter at at EditingNate. Finally, thank you to all our patrons for assisting us in breathing life into this production. We do not know where we'd be without them. If you'd like to join our Patreon, please visit patreon.com slash podcast. <laughs> <laughs>